0: You're listening to The Nerd Table, part of the CKCC Radio family of podcasts. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Nerd Table. I am Chris, joined by Dan and Eric, and you guys are seriously lucky you're actually getting a show this week because, oh my goodness, this has been a week. Who wants to go first on what kind of week they had?
0: Oh my god, I think between the three of us. Uh, I don't know who's lost more power, who's lost internet, whose parents has has vid- uh, visited us. It's it's literally just. It, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, who's
1: lost pigmentation in their hair?
0: Uh, well, I well, for those of us lucky enough to have hair, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been a week. Yeah, it's been a week.
0: It, I think yeah. it started off with me, right? Like, I was the first one to experience internet issues.
1: Well, I feel like you had the roughest week, so I kind of feel like you should go last. Okay. <laughs> because I, I don't mean, think your th- bad week started the week before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going on a bad Fortnite, actually, is what you're doing. Oh, man. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So, as we're recording this, this is our 53rd episode. Um, we have officially done a year of the nerd table, which is fantastic. And I absolutely love it. And I remember this because Eric's birthday is right around the. So for our one year anniversary special, I think what we'll do is we'll try to plan that to match around Eric's birthday. And then we'll announce a time we're actually going to do it and have all you guys will, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just do it up. Uh, Probably going to have to be on like a Saturday evening or something like that, just based on how things have been going. But as soon as we figure it out, we'll announce it for you guys. And then uh for Eric's birthday this year, he wants life advice to give life advice live. I'm throwing that out there right now because I know that's what you want, dude. Yeah, uh,
0: I wouldn't mind so, doing that.
1: Yeah. So please, if you guys w- once we announce it, come up with some life advice questions for Eric and. Just go nuts, dude, just. All right. I so I will. So so everybody knows I started a new job. I started at the beginning of the month. It has been pretty crazy, but it's been the good kind of crazy. Like a lot of stuff I had to do, a lot of training, a lot of certifications and everything. So I've just fallen very, very behind on a lot of stuff. Um, that's why there hasn't been a new stupid, sexy podcast this week. Uh, PokeCast kind of got pushed back a little bit, and I, I own that and everything. So, I, I do apologize that a lot of stuff's kind of taken a back burner. It's actually very hard right now for my schedule for me to dedicate the time to watch all that stuff, which is kind of why our VIP Wrestle Talk show that we do, I kind of told everybody I want to do more gimmick style shows where I don't have to dedicate myself to watching a three to four hour pay-per-view every week, because I'm going to fall behind on everything at that point. And our patrons are super cool and understanding. And I got some great ideas out of them. So that's why, that's why I love you guys. And if you want to be a patron and hear all this exclusive stuff, patron.com slash club. Kfabe is the place to go. $5 a month gets you in. See, I worked that plug in pretty well, but, uh, uh, of all the things that happened between weather, uh, scheduling, <laughs> horrible lack of sleep, uh, I did pass my exam and become a notary public in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So. Some,
0: Congratulations. Some,
1: thank you, sir. So some good now you can
2: leave that. your imprint on society.
1: Uh, literally, because I my signature is going to be officially registered, by the state,
0: that <laughs> I means so you can so, uh, you can sign for people's weddings and stuff now, right? At least within the state.
1: Uh, I can do that anyway because I am ordained. Oh, I did to perform weddings. I did not know that. Did I? I thought I announced that on an old episode. Yes, I'm ordained to perform weddings. I am a notary now. Uh, so basically, what that means is like. What? You can come to me with power of attorney, right? Like you can, if you need to sign over a power of attorney, if you need to sign, if you need to sign over your car's title or whatever, like all that stuff, I can, I can stamp the documents and make it all official for you.
2: Anything, Yeah. Anything that's like contractual that has to deal with any kind of government.
1: Mortgage, mortgage applications, things like, like that.
2: Most yeah. of mine were
1: college related. So get that stuff stamped? The, yeah, stuff for school. Uh, stuff for, like, yeah, like like one guy had uh, stuff for, like, the police academy. One girl was going off to college and everything, so. And so uh, what, there's another storm coming in, because tail. this has been ridiculous, dude. There's another friggin' storm coming in. What is with what is with, you know, I Earth know H-D's what it is. I know what it is, but I'm, I friggin' know. <laughs> Uh, And I love thunderstorms, too. Don't get me wrong. But when they interrupt my way of life, we'll we'll get we'll get to what happens. We'll get to what happens when they interrupt your way of life and when Eric takes it. Uh, But yes, uh, what were we talking about? Notary stuff. Yeah. Something about notary stuff.
0: uh, What what did that entail, taking the test or like how long did you study? How much did it cost?
1: You have to take three hours of education, but it can all be done online. It's uh it's really not that bad. The videos the videos are kind of fun because it's the standard like stock image blatantly photoshopped onto backgrounds that you know they're not actually standing in. And I I don't know, that that always amuses me where you know it's a photoshop job and you're just like, "Yep, yeah, they're not really there." <laughs> and it's the same stock actors the whole time. Um it is a $42 fee to take the education course and I there's going to be another fee that you have to pay when you get sworn in at the courthouse. I don't actually know what that is because I haven't actually done it yet. Uh, no, are, only, they, are those getting covered by the company? The company I work for is covering those, yes. If you want to do it independently, you will be responsible for your own, but yeah, the company covers it. And you also have to secure a Ten thousand dollar scrupty scurty, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, a, basically, an insurance bond to say that hey, uh, if something happens and you mess up, and someone tries to sue you, they can't sue you for more than ten grand. We'll we'll cover that. So, like, if I mess up a document and sign something that costs somebody money, that insurance will cover me. So, nothing, nothing happens to me. Nice. And that's not like an optional thing. You have to have that. And I have to present that when I go to when I go to the courthouse. Uh, That'll all come later. The funny thing is my stamp hasn't even arrived in the mail yet. So even if I get sworn in, I can't stamp anything until I have my stamp. And you know what the best part is? If I if my notary ever expires and I choose not to renew it because like I left the company or moved to a different position or something. I get to destroy the stamp. I might record that. And then somebody goes, when you do your first notary, you have to, like, take a picture with the person you do it for. And I'm like, "Okay." And they're like, no, we're kidding. I'm like, oh, the hell you are. (laughs) I'm not. You don't tell tell me something like that and then tell me you're kidding. And I hope it's like, no, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be like some poor, some poor withered old lady with like a death certificate from her deceased deceased spouse of like the last 70 years and I'm gonna be like ooh I get to notarize this can I take a picture of you like that would be horrible so I will not be taking a photo with the person who I notarized my first document for I will however take a photo of of me with a big thumbs up after I do my first document so so yeah um By the way, I I have to tell you about the exam that you take because it's friggin hysterical, not the actual exam, but the program that you do the exam on. I'm convinced is old (laughs) because you go into this, you go into like this really official testing center. Uh, they, They have testing centers all over the area and they do. There's like 150 different state administered tests they can do, you know, like nursing exams and things like that. So one of the things they do is the notary exam. So you go into this this area They take your your handprint and everything, you know, all this security type stuff. And then you sit down in this super quiet room at a computer. And it's, you know, a nice modern widescreen monitor. And here comes a program loading in four by three, all text based. And it's that old timey DOS text. And you're like, oh, this is going to be great. (laughs) It is such an ancient thing. Wow. Remember that, that text that's so old that you can see every individual chunk of the letter? Yeah. And how it's formatted? Like, yup, that's yeah. the
0: text. The, the, that's, the Yeah, uh, that's... The dots, basically.
1: Yes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Wow. So... But, yeah, it was... And, you know, and it's the, you have to empty out your pockets, put everything in a locker. You even have to turn out your pockets before you walk in. And... If you have long hair, you have to pull it back so they can make sure you don't have a Bluetooth device in your ear. I mean, it's a state-administered exam. They're, they take it pretty serious. This ain't cheating on a math test, kids. This is the real deal.
2: This goes on your permanent record. I mean, really, your actual permanent record. Literal, yeah. This is this is going to go in the
1: court system.
2: <laughs> the United, <laughs> not state your
0: court
1: system, not your fake permanent record they always told you about. <laughs> <laughs> but what's cool about the notary is I can notarize anything in the entire state. It does, I'm not just bound to my county, right? Like, even though my stamp is for Lancaster County where I work or where I live, but like, I could go out to Pittsburgh and notarize something if I wanted to. I just have to notarize it for that county is the only difference. But I can do it any, anywhere in the state. So that's actually pretty cool. I think the rules are different in other places, because, of course, one of the very first things that people sent me was the the taco clip from The League. I've never seen that show, but now I want to. The taco notary, where the guy's talking about all the rules and everything. And then I'm like, And I look at the stamp and it says Commonwealth of Illinois. And I'm like, okay, well, some of those rules are a little different than what I learned. That could be because this is a comedy, but also probably because it differs state by state. You could do a whole podcast on laws that differ state by state. Yeah. Like like how when you're on I-95 driving down the East Coast and you hit South Carolina and you have to do the speed limit for the entire state – because it is super heavily patrolled by state troopers and they will pull you over. Like they, it, and that's all I passed. That's all I passed. Were people pulled over on the side of the road the entire stretch. But North Carolina and Georgia don't give a fuck. I don't think I saw one friggin cop the entire time we were in those states. But South Carolina? Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, they want like to Ohio. get you for speeding. Ohio's the speeding And they want
2: to get the out-of-state people.
1: Yeah, that's exactly who they're looking for. So you know what I did?
2: Out-of-state people will not come to the courts. They're just going to give their money.
1: Exactly. So you know what I did? I put that thing into cruise control for like three or four over the speed limit, which is still an acceptable cruising speed, and just let it go and just watch the cops pull everyone else over. And I can't tell you how many times I'd see a car, you know, fly past me in the left lane and then five, by them. five minutes down the road. There they are with, with flashing lights behind them. And and every now and again, you get the cop doing like 120 in the left lane. And that's the other thing. The entire stretch of 95 in South Carolina is two lanes. So I just rode in the right lane and let the left lane just let that go.
0: You know, how as, as I said, tickets I got out of just because of cruise control. I just put cruise control on and just say, eh, fuck it. Just keep going.
1: <laughs> Probably many. Yeah, cruise control keeps you
2: within five of where you set it. And most police are set at seven above. So.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So. So I had a pretty hectic week with all the stuff I had to do, but at in the end, it turned out really well because I got something nice and official. I uh, have been doing very well in my new venture. And as I, uh well, I, I guess I'll share this with you guys on the show. But thanks to Eric here, I'm going to go for my IT certification next. And I'm looking to complete that by the end of the year, is the plan. And I think that's a good goal.
2: You can do And to quote Rob Van Dam at Very Legal, that makes you worth more money here and worth more
1: money elsewhere. I I wish we were doing a video episode this week because I just did the thumb points and nobody saw it. Except for my reflection. (laughs) The more certifications, the more classes you take,
2: the more you're worth. And if the same company has been footing the bill this entire time. Uh, No, the IT thing I'm going to do on my own. Yeah, I'm sure about that. But like they now they have invested time and money in you.
1: Yeah. So I can tell them I've got my IT certification doors are about to open for me and see where that goes. Because I looked up with the median, the... uh, The median salary for an I.T. person in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is and it is just about. I'm not going to say the number on air, Eric, but it's exactly what you're making now. So just throwing that out there. (laughs) Yeah. Because then I can be like, well, you guys can give me this or see this company over here. They're going to they're going to give this to me. And I know that job is in demand here in P.A., so so my my negative week uh did turn into a positive and that dealt with really crappy weather really bad allergy um and just and just the the struggle to find time like that's where i am uh i am struggling right now is to just find the time to continue doing this stuff but i'm going to continue so Please be patient with me, everybody. We're going to continue to try to get all the stuff out on time. Um I-, I mean no disrespect to Homer Simpson or Ash Ketchum, but they are not a priority to me as much as this show and our patrons are, and that's where my focus is going to be. That stuff will get out first before I fall back and— I'm not even going to call it playing catch up anymore because we're behind on Stupid Sexy Podcast. We're not going to like catch up on that. I'm just going to try to get the next two episodes watched so I can release two episodes for the week and kind of just go from there. Same thing with Pokemon, although I did watch those. So you should be getting a new podcast when the three of us can reconvene. Right. over the weekend I, honestly
0: but. at this point if we do it this weekend i may not i'll just have you guys tell me the story because like i have not been able to watch shit you know speak.
1: what i'll just say this right now as a, as a spoiler one of them is the worst episode of the original canto series so go ahead and skip it you ain't missing nothing <laughs> <laughs> you well, ain't missing nothing yeah i'll I watched talk about the worst episode well in my opinion you did uh i, I don't know I, I haven't actually watched the whole uh the whole deal but yeah, um.
0: at least f- for the original stuff. So how, right. how, how right. was uh? Oh, is it on me now? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Dan's. Didn't you have? We any get to. Any issues? No, no. Okay. Just,
3: you know,
2: hurricanes going by. So it's been nasty, but I didn't lose. I didn't even lose power. So
1: see.
0: Oh, man. It's I, just the
1: the freaking hurricane hit. And we didn't lose power, but we lost power today from just a run of the mill thunderstorm.
0: That's. It's wild, man. I feel like if I (laughs) sneeze in my house, the power will go out. But it's. (laughs) So. I I don't want to take up too much time because that can honestly do the whole podcast on just how crazy the last two weeks have been for me. But I will try to summon like or if you need
1: to vent, buddy, we're here. You just let loose and let it let go.
0: Okay, so it started (laughs) off with just a storm. This is before the hurricane. All right. So just a storm that had knocked out like 50,000 people. Without power, and I didn't have power for like an hour. It doesn't sound bad, and it's not because I wasn't even here that hour that I lost power. But I guess it knocked out some power for some uh, cell phone towers or whatever it was because I didn't have internet for the next five fucking days. Like it, it happened. Uh, like a Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember exactly, but it went through the the rest of the fucking week. I couldn't do anything that required internet. I mean, hold on. Let me rephrase that. I couldn't use my computer internet. I could use my cell phone internet if I ever got reception, but even that was terrible. And I felt like I was competing with everybody else who was also in the same boat where we had power, but no internet. And let me just say that I'd rather not have power And not have internet at the same time (laughs) than to have power and not have internet. Because I just felt like, I felt like super poor, right? Because I like, I It's a tease, right? Yeah. It's like, like, you uh, can
2: turn on your computer, you can turn on your video game console, but you can't do shit with it.
0: Right, and I didn't realize how much, like, I have some single player games, and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I'll just play some single player games, I don't need to play a multiplayer game, I'll just need to log on to Steam, oh, okay, well, that's fine, I'm sure I have some games that aren't on Steam, but no, no, I literally need to log in to all of my accounts to play any single player game, even though they require no internet, which is fucking wild it's so stupid and i and there's a you know what there's a feature on uh on steam where you only have to sign in every so often and then you can play your games offline like if you ever lose internet but i didn't have that at the time because i didn't have the two uh two factor auth- authentication or whatever and you needed that and it's just a fucking mess anyway so that pissed me off and then after that, my parents are like, "Hey, we're gonna come see you." I'm like, "Cool. When?" And they're like, "In like three days." And I'm like, "Actually, it wasn't even three days. They gave me two day notice." And I was just like, "Oh, okay, yeah. No, I can't sound disappointed. It's my parents, right? So like, I have to. They they raised me, so I gotta like be there for them whenever they're coming down. So or coming up rather. So they're coming up here to see me, and to see." My niece's new baby who's uh, about to give birth. So that was the whole premise of them coming up here is they can knock out two birds with one stone. They're going to fly up here to Detroit, see me for a few days, and then head over to Rhode Island and then drive to Connecticut. Well, they got up here and guess where the fucking hurricane was hitting? Rhode Island. (laughs) 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 So they couldn't fly there. And and then it slowly shifted towards Connecticut. So even if they could fly there, they
1: weren't going now. The shout out to Jeff, who lives in Connecticut, who was was talking about was like, I thought I moved back to Connecticut to get away from the hurricanes. But here they are. And then my friend Randy is completing his continental U.S. tour. He's doing the ballpark tour. That's something Dan and I've talked about before, doing all the ballparks. He's uh he's doing that and he's completing his continental U.S. with all the states he had left, which was like this collection of states up here in New England through like Pennsylvania. So he's up there. He started in Massachusetts and all of a sudden here comes a hurricane. He's like, I just I just thought it would be cool to bring a little of my weather. Say, hey. So, yeah, there you go yeah
0: and it it doesn't even stop there because here's a little backstory for my parents right my parents worked at the airport they do not pay for tickets to fly they fly for free but it's all standby so basically if there's any seats available they can get on a plane and just fly but because of this hurricane and a bunch of flights got canceled Other people have to take up those seats. People who already paid money. So the number of available seats on flights has started to dwindle. So we are recording this episode on a Friday. They were supposed to be gone on Tuesday. They did not leave for Tuesday. When did they leave, Eric? Today. Today. (laughs) I dropped them off. At six o'clock, um, in the morning, and they did not leave. I think their flight was at twelve fifty-five, but I had they they had no other way to get there, and I had to go to work. I mean, I can't. It's a brand new job. I'm within my ninety, right? So I can't. I can't just take time off. You know. You know, have time off. I don't have to, to have take a, to yeah, exactly. It's not I don't have any I remember
2: like doing that before school a couple of times to send my mom off to the airport and then go to school afterwards. So yeah. <laughs> this guy was up at three in the morning today, thank you very
0: much. <laughs> and we have two TVs, right? But we had so many devices hooked up to the Wi Fi this week that I couldn't do anything really. I I could play games. I could, it was like
1: your internet was extended out
0: exactly. Except now, (laughs) now instead of just not having internet, I have parents going, Wow, you sure did gain a lot of weight. And I'm like, Wow, gee, thanks, dad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And then you spend enough time with your family, you turn back into the teenage version of you.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I'm just like, Oh man, I can't like. Literally, I'm paying the mortgage now, and I'm afraid to do things that I want to do in my own fucking house. (sighs) Well, now now we're back to normal somewhat, because let me tell you when I didn't think we were going to do this today. Because when you said, oh, uh, Shannon just told me that there's no power. I was just like, well, fuck us, right? Like, <laughs> whenever we get the chance. We'll no, no, we were
1: doing this. <laughs> okay. We were doing this. You were going to record and I was going to friggin' call on my <laughs> <laughs> use my phone and be like, screw this. We're doing this. So, yeah, that was the other thing we put off. We we're going to do the live one year anniversary deal and you didn't have Internet. So it's just like, all right. Uh, we can, we can cancel it for a week. Again, our schedule was super hectic and I was like, and I really want to do a one year thing. So we'll just, we'll just put it off till next week and see what happens. And then this happened and I was like, okay, well, I'm not canceling the show two weeks in a row. So fortunately our wonderful patron, Brian filled in and that was a fun episode because we got to talk about different fandoms and everything, stuff that we haven't really talked about before. And then, uh, and then, (laughs) and then I was like, I am not going to be the reason. (laughs) <laughs> that we deal with this three weeks in a row like this isn't happened <laughs> but i'm gonna give my wife a little shout out here too uh the power went out while she was in the middle of watching taylor swift reputation for the 1500th time so she was pissed off about that and i just thought that was hysterical
0: uh yeah but the first
2: awkward f- thing you've you've done while you while power went out
1: um most awkward
2: thing yeah like Uh, Out of all times, the power to go out, I'm in the middle of this.
1: Oh, ooh, um, good question.
2: Mine's easy because it was the East Coast blackout and I was in the middle of taking a shower.
1: Oh, yeah, that'll do it. The power has actually gone out in me in the shower before. Where all of a sudden it's really dark and I'm like, um, but the water's still running because that's not connected to the power. So I'm like, all right, I guess this is what we're going to do. I've also done the the deal where I've we've got the um we've got the, the big LED lantern power outages that's like super bright, it'll light up the whole room. Okay. We got a bunch of stuff like that. Just like I'll ta- I've taken the sh- I've taken the shower with just that light. No, you know, my favorite one of all time we'll drop a little wrestling on this show. It was one of those deals, it was gonna be like raw in Madison Square Garden, and they actually announced like five matches That were going to take place. And I was really excited for it. And the power went out. I never got to see that raw. And I was just like. Oh well. So. I didn't think anything else. And just decided I guess I'm going to bed. (laughs) And all of a sudden I'm jolted awake at four in the morning. When the power came back. Because all my lights and my TV were still on. And everything turned back on at the same time. Which really messed me up too. Because then you have to like get up and. And shut everything off, and you're just like, ah, son of And now I'm awake. God damn it.
0: <laughs> just not having internet or, like, power in general. Like, when, when I didn't have internet and I was just sitting in the house with nothing to do, the only thing that came through my mind was, huh, no wonder the average life expectancy was, like, 35 back in the day. There was fucking nothing to do. You just Oops, die Eric. of boredom.
1: Books, Eric.
0: I have, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I I ended up spending like ninety dollars with uh, on comics. I, you had stuff to do, but like I don't know. Sometimes you just want to relax. You, you and know what? I, you know actually, to. actually, you know what I did the last time? I, this happened in
1: Florida. It was when we were preparing to move. Um, I remember I was, I I was done working before Shannon was. So I was just like like spending my days just doing whatever I wanted, like like I would prepare stuff for the big move or like sign papers or whatever. And then I would just lounge about or watch movies or play video games. And I remember one day the Internet went out and it was like a big this was uh who did we have down there uh, was it Bright House. Was that the name of it? Yep. Something like that. Yeah, it was like a big Bright House outage and we didn't have any Internet. So, you know what I did? I busted out the N64 and the Super Nintendo.. I'm like, we'll See,
0: I like blackouts during hurricanes because it feels different. It feels like you're being forced to camp and survive and then you have stuff to do because you're just trying to survive and make do.
1: And you can and always, you can't uh, go to sleep because monsters are nearby. <laughs> yeah.
0: You can always tell who's from Florida. And who's not from Florida, depending on the stuff that they get to prepare for the hurricanes. Like, everybody's going to get the essentials, right? Toilet paper, water, some food. But, like, people who are going completely nuts and, and buying, like, bug spray and, and all this other stuff, they're not from Florida. The people from Florida, <laughs> they're they're buying lube and condoms. Alcohol. Yeah, and alcohol. Alcohol.
1: Yep. And your milk sandwiches. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> bread and... I love those videos where, like, there's a hurricane coming, or there's a blizzard coming, if you want the northern version of it. <laughs> Same thing. And it's the guy, he's got, like like, three jugs of milk in one hand and, like, five loaves of bread in the other, and he's just screaming. <laughs> I don't know why it's always bread and milk. First of all... The one thing I don't want to stock up on, if I'm worried the power's going to go out and knock out my fridge, is, is milk. milk. <laughs> that is the one thing I'm not going to stock up on. Especially where we live,
2: where milk doesn't make it within a week of its date. <laughs> it it's all bad. It all goes bad a week early, at least a week early, because you don't. I mean, if you ever work in a gro- if you've ever had anybody work in a grocery store. The idea is that milk has to stay at a certain temperature. For every half hour, it is a degree away. It is a day off its use-by date. Mm -hmm. And here, it's just too damn hot, and they can't get it in fast enough, and you lose up to a week off that
1: use-by date on milk. That's why I love lactose-free milk. Because it tastes like regular milk, but it lasts for like two months.
2: Yeah, you'll get one of those, and you can go to those now, and it says December. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my mother bought one. My mother bought one uh, this week that went bad on the way home, though. So oh, you got to pay
3: attention. Well, yeah, you
1: still, you have, still have to gotta pay attention to the dates. Well, yes, I mean, on the way home, is there a timestamp on it? No, <laughs> it's it because was... it like it it was
2: suddenly it, it suddenly expanded in size while while oh coming god. Home.
0: That's crazy. Oh it was getting ready to blow up.
2: It literally it literally turned on the way home.
0: That one wasn't an expiration date. They needed a stopwatch on that thing with a countdown timer on it. It expires in five. Four. And it's bad. Cause <laughs> <laughs> you can
2: see it was all distended and stuff, which is like it was not like that when I grabbed it.
1: Ah, yes. Let's make some milk sandwiches. Milk sandwiches. Yeah. So, so the bottom line, folks, is you're very lucky you're getting a show. We've killed, we've killed a fourth of the show time already by just bitching about how we almost didn't do a show. (laughs) Welcome to our world, people. The next time, you know what? You know what, though? I'll tell you what, tell you what, guys. The next time your internet goes out, I did not activate you. Shut up back there. I did not say anything even close to that lady's name who just activated. Schmolexa? Yeah, that. Well, it wouldn't wouldn't be able to hear you two. All right. Anyway, uh, next time your internet goes out, screw. you know what you should do? Just get up and just go on vacation. Use your phone, go to emersoncotton.intellitravel.com, grab that phone number, save it, and call our friend Adrian Cotton and book a trip. He'll get you great deals, he'll get you great discounts, he'll take care of everything for you. He's with you the whole way, unlike those other websites. who works on commission, so you pay nothing. And if you can book through us, wonderful folk at CKCC Radio. You may just win a three day, two night voucher. So there you go. A voucher. A voucher. Uh, wherever you want to go with that. I mean, you know, that's up to you. What would be your, okay. Right now, the, if you could go, let's say time is no, time is no object. Although don't, don't be cheap and say, I would go forever. LOL. Uh, you could go to anywhere in the world, money, no object, time, no object. Where would you go on your vacation?
0: Oh, oh. Anywhere in the world. We add, we add on something any time in the world either. So like if you wanted to be there when they're making the Egyptian, uh, pyramids or something, you know? Okay. So we'll, we'll do this unrealistically, but that's fine. We'll go. (laughs) We'll do a realistic version and we'll do both. We'll (laughs) do a realistic version (laughs) and an unrealistic version.
1: All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hi, right, Eric, go ahead. Oh,
0: okay. We're- so I feel like the realistic version of me, uh, I need to go to, like, Tokyo, man. I need to see what is the capital of video gameness.
1: <laughs> video game this there you go yeah and
0: like i just need to be surrounded by all that like i i see these pictures of like vending machines that literally serve everything and all these like
1: i want a picture of you in front of nintendo headquarters with just a single tear rolling down your cheek
0: like it's good i it will be more than just a single <laughs> tear because you go there okay. and it's like the whole like it's like their mascot is Goku. Like I, I I love it. Everything anime and video game, like it's, it's 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 gotta be great. It's gotta be great. Wait,
1: I've heard when you get off the plane, Goku, Mario and Godzilla and Hello Kitty all greet.
0: And see, why wouldn't I wanna go there? <laughs> it sounds fucking Hello, perfect.
1: Hello Kitty's not a cat, by the way.
0: I don't Dan has an is. issue I'm with a, that. I'm not I'm not a fan of it anyway, so it doesn't bother me, but it doesn't like now, it
2: was like a thing that came out in the last five years that officially it's not a cat, it's a kid
0: in a cat costume. Yeah. That's terrifying, actually. I, I dislike
3: that information. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that, that ruins that ruins it.
0: <laughs> oh man. Um unrealistically. I want to go into the future where we actually meet, like, a different species out in space. That first interaction. <laughs> maybe not the first interaction, because our first interactions with any species has been fucking terrible. But...
1: Yeah, we're not maybe, very good at that.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe we'll knock it out the park with that one.
1: Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Dan, what about you? Realistically, Tokyo. See? It's
2: fucking perfect. <clears throat> I mean, yes, video games, but mostly wrestling and women.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. How'd I forget about that?
2: <laughs> I'm coming well, Dan, back with a wife.
1: <laughs> well, Dan's the single one, so he gets he's allowed to have that. <laughs> he's allowed to have that fantasy. I'd probably go
2: during the G1 climax or when a dome shows happening for wrestling. wise. What
1: ha- what goes on in New Japan Pro Wrestling in November? Because I really want to go around my birthday. Power struggle. OK, all right, cool.
2: Um, anywhere in time. Um. Geez. Depends what I want to do, you know? I guess.
0: I just, I just, I don't know why, Dan, but I just picture you like Pompeii. I want to see them all burn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but one of the things I was thinking about is like the American Revolution or something like that. To do something. I don't know.
1: The British are coming. Do
2: something. Do something.
1: Um, All right. Go back and kill Hitler. I don't know. No, you can't alter taunt. You can't alter the
0: future. But if you could, would you? I mean, for Hitler, yeah, definitely. But what, like, what moment in history would you alter? Now that we're on this. But we'll come back around. Chris, where would you go? (laughs) Peace. All
1: right. Well, Japan not only is number one on my list, but it's i'm actively plan planning time to go and like i'm i actually have like inst- some instructional things on how to speak japanese rosetta stone i believe is the one that i got i always for- i always forget which one i actually got because there's like 12 different like learn a language things i want to learn enough japanese that i would be able to get around without a guide right that's all i want is enough to communicate so i don't need an escort who speaks fluent Japanese with me the entire freaking time. That's, that's what I want. So Uh, you want to
0: go to Japan without an escort and Dan wants to go to Japan to get an escort. Get an escort. Okay. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Can we do Uh, an episode live in Japan? (laughs) I mean, obviously, but we'd have to
1: do, (laughs) no, you know what? We'll do it like new Japan. We'll, at normal time for us and make all of our listeners get up at three in the morning yeah. to listen to us live we'll see how much you guys really love us <laughs> so since you guys have already talked about japan i'll talk about a big country that i really really want to be, and that's new zealand very badly want to go to new zealand i have no desire to go to australia you can keep your australia and your everything wants to kill you. New Zealand has nothing that wants to kill you, except for possibly the bushwhackers. But Maybe
2: if, I, the, if the sheep decide <clears throat> to come together, it's over.
1: Yes, but I want to do the Lord of the Rings tour. That's, like, major bucket list after Japan. Uh, my number one country was always Italy, but I've been there now. And while there's still more of Italy I'd like to see, uh, I I can at least say that I have been there. So if I... If I were to die tomorrow, at least I can say I've been to the country I've always wanted to go to. So like that's it's cool that that's like off the list, right? That's and the UK is the other really big one that I want to go to. And when I say the UK, I mean, I specifically I want to see all of the even Wales. I want to see all of it. I want to be able to say I've been to been to all five places, England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland and Northern Ireland. Maybe I'll hit Iceland on the way home. That would be cool. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, anywhere in time. I'd love to just go a thousand years into the future and see either how we've advanced technologically wise or how long we've been gone for at that point. <laughs> when and what's left of humanity. Uh, that's what I'd really, really like to see. Yeah. Um, You know what I would absolutely love to to pinpoint in the future and go see the uh, Beetlejuice explosion where the supernova will be visible for like three weeks straight and even visible during the day. It'll appear that there's two suns in the sky. Like that, I want to see really badly because I'm an astronomy guy. I'm a space guy. That's I'm a science guy. That's cool to me.
0: I wonder what effect that would have on the planet.
1: <clears throat> um they don't they think it's far enough away that we're not going to really get an effect from it
0: right but we're still going to get light from it
1: so we're going to get light from it yeah but we're not going to get like the worst of the worst is probably we're probably safe from
0: right I just wonder what's going to happen to the veggies uh, like the vegetation where we're, like, we're going to expose it to extra light for three weeks and it's not just uh, like a, a small area it's the whole fucking planet so, mm. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I guess we're gonna find out. Oh, wow. You know, it actually—it's there's actually a good chance the star has already died and exploded, and the light just hasn't hit us yet. Because they say it's probably gonna happen within the next like 600 years, which in astro in like astronomical time—is like milliseconds, like zeta seconds, right? Like, <clears throat> actually, I think zeta is a big. A big unit of measure. Uh, I forget what the really small one is.
0: Isn't it like? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but are you guys familiar with the Elder Scrolls?
1: Dan more than me. Isn't I
2: mean, it to what level? Like I haven't scroll- read all the books
1: or the
0: games. Oh, I thought it was written in the scrolls where the more you know, the more you, the less you see, or something like that.
2: Well yeah there's like if you don't have the right training and like magical ability you can go blind by reading one.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Ooh. So it, it's one of those things where like you if you want to know the knowledge of the universe you can but you'll lo- like you'll lose your sight and then you'll, a, you you won't be able price to, continue. to be paid. Yeah. So you can only ever know so much because you can never finish the book because the, as you keep reading to learn more, you go blind and you can no longer learn. All right, Kane and Jairus. It, it's it's wild, <laughs> but I don't know why, but like us talking about this just kind of brought that up in my head.
1: All right, Matt Murdock.
0: <laughs> I wonder if they have a Braille version. <laughs>
1: Well (laughs) (laughs) Well, there there goes that idea right out the window because anybody Ah, I can still get my No you know what would happen next? You'd lose your sense of touch (laughs) the more you run your fingers across the braille. Now I have time to read. And then your glasses break. And then your glasses break. It's not fair. (laughs) There was time now. Yeah, I'm going to Japan 2022. Talked about it. Shannon's already made it clear that I'm not going with her. So uh, I need friends to go with. So y'all better start putting some money aside because I'm making this happen. Like it's it's happening. It's happening, boys. It's happening. I was thinking like 10 days would probably be good, right? Like like two of those days would be the flights. And then there's like eight days to do stuff. Yeah, I think that would be pretty sufficient.
0: 10 years isn't bad. 10 years? Yeah. 10 days. We're not going... Where the I said. 10 years. No.
1: (laughs) Eric, no. Stop uninviting yourself from the trip, damn it. Because I'm not... Well, we've made it to Japan. Eric, what are you doing with the plane tickets? Oh, I'm burning them. (laughs) We're not leaving. (laughs) We work here now. No, we don't. Yes, we do.
0: (laughs) We're like... (laughs) Surprise guys, I got us jobs teaching English to like students or something. Oh Eric. no, I
2: don't want to know them sticking their fingers up my butthole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eric, even if we were even if we're both IT certified, do you know what our intelligence level compared to the Japanese is going to be? We are going to be in the equivalence of special education for IT. Yeah. Whatever that is, that's gonna be us.
0: Listen, but we have an accent according <laughs> to them, and you know, like women love accents. So, just saying,
1: we'll have. Does that apply over, over there? I don't know how that works. Uh, me either. And but that's we'll figure it out. <laughs> we got also, and I—that's not true. Years. Women don't love. Men don't <laughs> love accents. They love certain accents. I don't think every single accent is sexy to a woman. I don't know. All right. You know what? (laughs) To the ladies who
0: listen to this show. Now, uh, it is going to be certain (laughs) accents, right? But certain people like somebody's got to like our accent. Like, I don't think we have one personally, but I do somewhere. Someone
1: I have been told I do. Because of Jersey.
0: Yeah. But. But. I yeah, yeah. somewhere so like there's a group of people that like our accent.
1: Probably. Where do you think they are? who who's clamoring for an American accent?
0: uh well, I don't know. a lot of a lot of people from China. <laughs> I'm just saying number wise, the probability is high in China oh my god that's where most of the population is
2: girl you're one in a million so you're saying there's like a hundred thousand of me <laughs> like statistically
0: uh, yep.
1: yes <laughs> you know what blows my mind <laughs> there, the, this this actually legitimately blows my mind so there is uh there's what um two hundred twelve Officially like official nations in the world or something like that. Let's just say let's just say even if that's not correct, let's just say it's uh, not the case or like let's let's there's over 200 verified nations in the world. And the population is 7 billion people. There's a billion people in China and a billion people in India. So two sevenths of the world's population exists in two countries. Think about how insane that is. At least with China, they've got a little more room. India is pretty compact. Yeah. So just saying, I wonder what the least populated country is with like actual size to it. Right. It's got to be uh, it's got to it be like-,
2: like Gibraltar or whatever. It's like a city state.
1: Yeah, but I'm thinking like like as far as like size to people ratio, it's probably one of like the African nations the nations
0: I don't know. I think it might like Australia's pretty huge, but like how much of it is actually just yeah, the a coast? lot of it is
2: desert. Just the coast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It might be Australia. That'd be my guess. You know, you could let's look this up. It's not like we we, we don't have internet now. Population
2: density versus, like, usable population density.
0: Uh, Chris, you're going to have to take this. I think I I forgot how to Google.
1: China's first, 1.4. India's second, 1.3 billion. The United States is third, 331 million. And then Indonesia, Pakistan, Brazil, Nigeria, Bangladesh, Russia, Mexico are your top 10. Let's go all the way down. Okay, here are your top five smallest nations. Montserrat, which has four, less than 5,000 people. The Falkland Islands, which has less than 3,500 people. Uh, Nioe, which has 1,626 people. Tokilau, which is another island nation that's 1,357 people. And Holy See has eight hundred and one people.
0: Wow. So find yeah, so Holy See, you can fit their entire population in a football stadium. Yes.
2: Um yep. you could fit, I think, the entire population of all five of those countries in a
3: football stadium.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. And not even one of the big ones. <laughs> so just to uh so I'm looking for, like, uh, I'm looking for a relatively big island, or not big island, but a big, uh, yeah, there's Gibraltar is actually number 219. There's 235 yeah, but nations.
0: Like, but how, how big is their nation? I, I, I thought the whole yeah. thing. Is okay, like-
1: I think I found it. Number 209 out of 235 is Greenland. 56,770 people. They fit more people than that at WrestleMania. Wow. So yeah. Greenland, Greenland. is the answer.
2: Yeah, the, the bigger football stadiums here.
1: There are more people on the island of Bermuda than there is in Greenland. Wow. Well,
0: I guess. Bermuda's, Bermuda's number like Bermuda's
1: of, three spots up on the list, yeah.
0: Like natural reserves and stuff, right? They they got like a lot of parks and stuff. Or not parks, but um just
1: Mountains and glaciers, and yeah, uninhabited. It's, it's by pretty. People. It's pretty barren. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to see what other nations have like really, really high populations that would actually be of intrigue. Where's Canada? I need to find Canada on this list. Canada's Number 39,
2: 30, 37.59 million people.
1: Thirty-seven million seven hundred forty-two thousand one hundred people in twenty twenty-one.
0: You know, outside of like Antarctica, are there any like places on that that just doesn't have countries? I'm trying to think if there's any landmass that no. doesn't have any countries.
2: A- Antarctica
1: essentially doesn't have any kind of population either. No, Antarctica doesn't have a recognized population. Oh, what was it? what were we just talking about? We wanted to know where the Australia, Australia is actually 55... Australia has 25 million people. Yeah. Oh. But it's still 55th on the list. But yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a big nation with not that many people.
0: I mean, I guess I was close, but damn, was I off. Where the hell <laughs> is Japan?
1: Oh, Japan's 11th. That's why I didn't yeah, mention it, because they're...
0: Japan's fucking huge. Dude. <laughs> huge. Well, it's yeah, long.
1: It's long. Yeah. Japan is actually the size of Montana, like if you were to condense it down. So they've they've mentioned this before that, like, even though there's one point or there's seven billion people in the world, right? And they're like, what about, like, world population? They've actually done the math. Everybody could still comfortably live in the entire state of Texas. The entire world's population could fit and live comfortably in an area the size of Texas. So... You really don't have to worry that much about overpopulation, as much as you think you do.
0: You know who's not comfortable with that?
1: <laughs> Me, Texans.
0: You? Texans will not be comfortable with that.
1: <laughs> Katie, Susie, confirm, please.
0: I can. Feel, I know you guys I can listen. Feel their anger already.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah yeah this is i mean yeah long. these are <laughs> these are pretty these are pretty small small numbers the further down that you get i mean yeah obviously uh the uh the, the numbers get way smaller the further down you go you get a lot of islands that like the isle of man bermuda all near the bottom but yeah greenland i think is going to be that is easily the one that's uh because, like... Greenland Monaco, is massive, but it's all right. ice. <laughs> Mo- yeah, Monaco, right? Monaco's a half-mile across. It's a principality. I've been there. It's what about, you can, like... Uh, you can literally walk from one side to the other. It's got 39... It's a little over 39,000 people, whereas Greenland, which is, like, friggin' huge size-wise, is fifty six thousand people. So even though it's double the size of Monaco, practically, uh yeah, it's the size wise it's like like insanely big, so And
2: like Australia, they only live on the coast.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: And it looks like Greenland only on the West Coast. <laughs> Cause I'm looking at a map and There is nothing on the east coast of Greenland. It's all on the west coast of Greenland. Which I guess you're going to put something facing Canada because Canada's so fucking close.
1: I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Jason Cantwell, have you been to Greenland? (laughs) I want to know if he's been there. Our friend Mark Jabroni. Because he lives in a... uh, What is it? St. John's. St. John's, yeah. Yeah, the one where they're actually a half hour ahead of us. Not even the full hour? Because I was, like, I was Wait, like, his radio show always goes on at 3 a.m. Yeah, he's doing that on purpose, so it's on at 11 a.m. for for the East Coast to listen to. They're I can imagine that'd be just a
0: pain
2: in the ass.
0: Yeah. That's how be, they operate. I would be late for everything, dude. Every-
1: <laughs> you mean more late than you are already?
0: Yeah. I show up at least fashionably late. This would be astronomically late. Just wow! It's February. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> like Eric.
1: Know, man. <laughs> Eric. Eric is always late, unless he're, he he's gonna hang out, unless he's scheduled to arrive at your place at nine in the morning. In which case, he's right on time <laughs> or early. Yeah, I'm outside your house. What? I remember when I looked through the people and actually saw you standing there and you
0: were just laughing because <laughs> you didn't think you didn't think I was actually there. No, I didn't. I thought you were
2: messing with me and then you weren't. I've been like, hey, check this out. And then I would have knocked on the door.
1: <laughs> I would have been like, that's a coincidence. And I open it up and there he is with his motorcycle helmet in his hand. Like, hey, how's it going?
0: <laughs> i miss my bike i want to get one of these new electric bikes man but they're so expensive at least from the major like manufacturers like the harley Livewire, it's like 40 grand yeah i'm just like jesus come on we can get like a yeah part really good part of car. my new
1: job yeah part of my new job is uh is obviously doing like title transfers and stuff and it's It's all it's insane when people do the motorcycle stuff. The taxes on that crap is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, because when there's an accident,
2: it's not a bruised leg. It's a you need a new leg. It's a whole body.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They got I cover a lot more. I remember I used to hate when we would leave work and I'd have to, like, walk all the way to the back of the Epcot park. Uh, and you're just like well see ya, and you just hop on your bike that's right there in the front yep
0: they, <laughs> they put us like we, we have better parking than the handicap section because they know eventually we're going to be parking in the handicap section <laughs> <laughs> I think did I break Chris I, I can't even hear you that's laugh. pretty
1: funny Yeah, that's pretty funny I'll give you that one that was good that was a good one ugh yeah. Yeah, I've nah, I don't know if I ever want to actually like, oh, oh, my God, I, I can tell you guys this story. So one of the things I got to do is because one of the things my job does is they do CDL training and they have a simulator and I got to test the simulator. So I got to test what it would be like to operate a big rig on city streets. And well, <laughs> long story short, I will not be going after any time in this time because nope because nope because nope now to be fair to be fair I uh, all I did as far as like quote unquote messing up in my very first time in a simulator was I took out a street sign making a turn too sharp and ran up on the curb making the turn too wide otherwise I did decently well I stayed in my lane and everything the poor girl that's training with me, uh, actually ran over a person. So Oh wow. And here and here's the fun part. The person controlling the simulator, who in this case was the CEO of the company who took us on this field trip, uh, people don't appear on the simulator unless you, you tell them to. So he did that on purpose. And then as she hits the person, and then our CEO just laughs and goes, Well, you just killed a guy. Just not so nonchalantly. <laughs> so and the best part was she had me record it, so there is video evidence. To her credit, she was not shy about sharing it. That's she uh hilarious. we had everybody watching it, so yeah.
0: Well you know I thought about getting my CDL at one point. It's just No, I don't I mean I on the gonna... highway I don't think it would be that
1: bad. I got to sit in one of the trucks and I realized very very quickly how bad their blind spots really are and I'm just like this is I never can, ride next you to you can trucks.
2: hide an elephant in there. You literally, yeah. Yeah. You absolutely yeah. can. The blind spots my, really bad. My mother and grandmother were bus- school bus drivers, so I know most of that. Yep.
0: I th- yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. It wasn't like driving a Safari truck, I'll tell you that. You know why? Because the cat, because the trailer moves independently from the cab. And I think that's what makes it so much harder. Dude, but I couldn't this is-
0: even imagine trying to like park that into a certain spot. You know what well, I mean?
1: Well, I was watching them do the training. They were actually, uh, they had like the, the cone set up and everything yeah. and they would have the guy drive forward and then back up to a certain part like he's docking and then he'd have to back up into a different lane from where he started so he'd have to turn through the cones and back up and whatever kid they were training when I was doing it pretty flawless uh whoever whoever you were bud uh good job and good luck out there but yeah i think uh i don't i don't think it would be for me and i i i have I mean I have a lot of respect for truck drivers anyway because now that I've actually had a job where I've been on the road and I realize how friendly they are to other commercial vehicles like cuz trust me when I'm waiting at a light in that in that van nobody's letting me in but the truckers always do the pickup trucks with the company logos on the side did other vans always did so I return the favor for them cuz there's a camaraderie there yeah all the regular you know how hard people it is. All the regular people on the
2: road, fuck you. Yeah. You guys might have a truck, but you're not truckers.
0: Listen, all I'm saying is, if you drive around in a vehicle that's not a solid white work color, and we all know what white work color means, you're an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> get out. Get mm-hmm. Move to the move to a different lane. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Good God. <sighs> well. But, yeah, that um, was the other thing, too, is I remember one of the things that I kept getting was. Was, oh, hey, here's a here's a fun idea. uh, Come drive a school bus. And I'm like, I will not be doing that. what's all one is all one vehicle. Yeah, I think. I yes. You a bus but you know what the pro- I- you know what the problem is? The passengers. <laughs> That's what I don't want. I want to well, drive yeah. a bus for of like kids.
0: I mean, if you let them on, you just show up, and then you see him, you close the door, and you fucking drive off like he wasn't there on time. Boom, you get paid, and no one's on your bus. <laughs> one
2: of your 66 kids you were supposed to pick up today?
0: <laughs> None of them were on time.
1: So, I've been watching a lot of... uh I've been watching a ton of stand-up comedy. Like, that's one of like the things I do when I'm trying to bed down and relax for the night. I watch not like full specials, but I watch a lot of clips. And I've been getting really into Gabriel again, and he was telling the story about his uh his bus driver Dave. He goes, he goes, "Let me tell you something about Dave. Dave looks like the word Murica. Not America with an A, Murica." Because his favorite line is "I don't give a fuck," but he's like, "But I got so much respect for him because all he, you know, he drives that bus everywhere. He's never been late, and he always treated him with respect and everything." But he tells the story about the time he got a he got stopped in Arizona by the border patrol, and there, you know, and the the bus is his bus, right, with his face on it and his name and everything. And the the guy that takes him, you know, of course they're talking to the bus driver. And, the, and all of a sudden, one of the, the, the dogs comes up barking. This is this is what's funny, is, is how these guys can just like talk shit to immigration and not get in trouble. <laughs> he said the guy, he's, he said that the dog's barking at the bus. He goes, our dog is informing us right now that there's something on the bus that shouldn't be there. And the bus driver goes, oh, is that what he said? Well, goddamn Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and <laughs> Gabriel thought he was being a smartass to the immigration guy because the guy Sanchez. So he thought he was just being funny. He's like, so what's on the bus? He's like, oh, you know, more Mexicans. And he goes, and I knew that was the wrong answer because Sanchez's starstruck smile quickly turned into a tear shaking his head. And they've got the picture of everybody on the bus leaned lined up against the bus with their hands up. And he goes, notice how there's no white guy in the picture. (laughs) That's because Dave took the picture. He's like, he got to talk shit to immigration. He was still considered bystander <laughs> and that's one of my favorite bus driver stories I've ever heard so, I don't know where else on any future podcast i rate that story in there but I thought that was amusing but the part that got me so much was when he, because I could see, I know people like that, that would be that much of a story. our dog says there's something on the bus that shouldn't be there, oh is that what the dog said, okay I fucking know people like that I think we all uh, I might be talking to two of them right now, actually. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> what no reason? Reason? Let's be honest
0: here.
2: I heard the dog say you were a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God uh, damn. Scooby-Doo. Really go. Well, you tell that dog to mind its own fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> that dog ain't no narc.
2: I've been watching
0: a lot of Tom Segura clips lately myself. Tom Segura
1: is awesome. I don't think I'm familiar with with uh, Tom Segura. I have to watch some of his stuff. I'll look. Oh. Maybe I'll look that up.
0: Him and what's who's the other guy? Big guy who never works. Yes, him, um, Bill Burr, and like Dave Chappelle. Those, those that's like
1: Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle are brilliant. Yeah. My favorite Bill Burr clip of all time was when Philadelphia, and he spent 20 minutes just trash talking the city. And by the end, they were all cheering the hell out of him mm-hmm. because that's the power of Bill Burr. You know how excited I was when I heard he got cast on The Mandalorian?
2: Especially since he has like part of a, one of his specials about how much he hates Star Wars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which he now was like, now he's like, you know, he in The Mandalorian. He did one of the, the best character arcs in anything. And he's like, "Okay, like, really? I just didn't care about it. It wasn't a thing for me growing up. But it's more funny to act like you fucking hate it,
1: you know? Right, right. And Some people take their stuff with. Well, that was that was a big thing I remember. I always heard about uh about Star Wars because like that one of the big one of the funny jokes that they did on Big Bang Theory, Will Wheaton playing the bastardized version of himself, where he's kind of like an asshole." Is it will Wheaton in real life is actually a huge Star Wars fan. But in the show, he goes to the premiere of Force Awakens with (laughs) Bach. When he walks into the theater, everybody's booing and he's just walking down the aisle with one hand. He's throwing up the sign. The other hand, he's doing the bring me more booze because he's just loving it. And he's like, you know, everybody takes Star Wars so seriously. Like if the movie's bad. It's going to ruin your entire life. And Raj starts slipping out. Oh, my God, is it bad? Did you hear something? Guys, it's going to be bad. Somebody needs to kill me. (laughs) And he's like, and that's what I'm talking about. I I always love people that uh, like
2: act like their childhood is ruined by a modern interpretation. Oh, my God. a a new sequel.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you see what they did with the Ninja Turtles? They just ruined my childhood. I'm like, why did they bring back the original series and change everything about it? No. Then what ruined your childhood? Did they,
2: they go back to your... Go back in time to your childhood and diddle you in a Michelangelo costume or something? Like
0: I, I feel like when they made oh, the Raph, prequels, no! When they made the prequels, it didn't ruin my childhood. When they used the CGI to upgrade the original movies, that ruined my childhood.
1: There were yeah, but that made Dash Rendar canon. It did. Yes, it did. There were, you know what? That's that's actually a good topic of conversation. There were a couple of changes that they did that I didn't actually mind. You know, take out the the Vader going, no, because I think that, that scene, which is my favorite scene in all of Star Wars, by the way. Like, okay, like, Luke, I am your father, which is not the quote. Uh, that whole that whole scene is legendary in its own, but my favorite scene in all of Star Wars is actually Vader's Redemption where he actually takes out the Emperor to save his son and comes back to the light side because that scene is made even more important and impressive after you've seen the prequels. After you've seen the fall of Anakin and then you watch that, it's even more powerful too bad it didn't mean shit because somehow palpatine survived yes somehow yeah the dead speak or the the, yeah something like that right
0: you know the fucked up part is as far as palpatine returning i wouldn't have mind like had they made a more creative story on how it happened
2: that's what the the better movie would have been his return and Kylo Ren searching for him because instead of it being the opening six minutes of the movie I was like I would have watched that as a movie
0: because I'm not gonna lie yeah, no during the, the beginning trailer, of the movie the the trailer to me was way better than the movie but the the trailer when I heard the laugh I was like no fucking way I was super psyched I was psyched. Everybody I was. Everybody wanted to see Everybody was. how. And then I saw how, and I was like, oh, boo. <laughs> no. And then boo. his
2: big <laughs> plan is like, I have a million Star Destroyers. Congratulations. You had, better, you had better weapons twice before.
0: <laughs> I like... He's he is literally a definition of insanity because he's literally just trying the same thing over and over again. It's not working. Yeah. Stop it.
1: It's fully functional. Exactly. Well, can I. tell? Ta- All right. So here are a couple of things that I actually didn't mind. I'll. I'll so there's a couple of CGI enhancements I didn't mind. Um, the X-Wings over Yavin, for example. Uh, Cloud City, not the approach to Cloud City, because that looks artificial. But when they're actually walking through Cloud City and there's like actual windows and everything, it made it more more lively. Um, I liked maybe I'm alone in this. I didn't mind that they made Phantom Menace Yoda CGI instead of puppet because that puppet version of Yoda looked awful. The original puppet Yoda looked god awful. So I actually did not mind that one either. I know they did a lot of color correction and things like that, and they also changed a couple of things, like the uh, the temple ceremony. There's a bunch of very obvious cardboard people there that they changed, but you know what the best change they actually did, and I think everybody agrees. The emperor in the in Empire Strikes Back, which is oh, when he sends the message, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like chimp eyes on a female with a weird voice that wasn't even Ian McDermott. And they actually changed it to be Ian McDermott for the special edition. And that made more sense to me.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
2: I don't mind like the ones where they fill in the background, like, you know, because in the original movie, they only had money for like one big, huge animal to be going by. Yeah. Filled it in with more, you know, background stuff.
0: See that's the yeah one that didn't actually, bother me. That bothered me. I just I I feel like, out of all the CGI, that one was poorly done.
1: Which one specifically?
0: Like when they added the uh, uh, I don't know what they're called, but in the desert and they're walking around the dewbacks. Yeah, I just didn't like that at all. Like that 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 entire scene yeah. could have been deleted, and I would have been okay with it. I'll agree
1: with that. I'll agree with that. Here's my problem. There's there's my big problem was that wasn't so much the additional CGI stuff is that they were trying too hard to be funny. You know, like the one big creature jumps up and the Jawas fall off. And then one actually walks in front of the camera when the stormtroopers are waving in the land speeder. That stuff bothered me because that didn't make any sense. And then there's like a droid on the outskirts of the city just bitch slaps another droid. It's like, okay, now you're just trying too hard to throw comedy in here. Like, the song and dance number in Return of the Jedi was completely unnecessary. But... Or Han actually shooting first, which they were forced to change, or the, the Blu-ray because of how much people hated it.
0: What do you think and about... And they um,
2: changed it again for Disney+. Plus? Yes, they did.
0: Uh, Hayden Christensen as a ghost. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't hate it. I don't hate it as much as everybody else does, but I don't like it. Because it doesn't actually make sense because he would have been older.
2: Why, why would he be the 17-year-old version of himself again? Exactly. Here, exactly. Here's
0: my thought behind it. That was the last time he was actually Anakin and not Vader.
1: What's the last hey. time? Anakin died. Okay. okay. You know what? That's... Okay.
2: Okay. I mean, I don't know much about Force Ghost. It's the thing that they're exploring really? now in this stuff. Maybe. Well, actually, we might get a Force Ghost info dump in uh, the Obi Wan show because that's what he's supposed to be doing, right? Is learning becoming Force Ghost. Yes. It does <laughs> get command. touched on in Rebels. We don't really learn much. <laughs> this, the
1: actual information.
0: It's like I'm doing oh, pretty, I'm pretty God, well on like, Rebels, like, hey. by the way. You could die and become a force ghost, but it sucks. So I'm going to teach you how to become a force ghost before you die. <laughs> so it doesn't <laughs> suck as much. Well, isn't didn't
1: they say that Qui-Gon had to define his way back to the back from the other side? Like, isn't that a plot point that Qui-Gon found his way back on his own? Yeah. But Yoda sure. actually went through the extensive training to to do it.
2: Which, of course, most of that gets cut, and it only at the very end of the movie, he goes, oh, by the way, I've been speaking to your master. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, okay, <laughs> fucking to with f- necromancy powers now.
2: <laughs> that there are a handful of Jedi who have either learned or found the way to differentiate themselves in the, in the living force.
3: Yeah. No, uh,
0: that, that just dawned on like the whole Hayden Christensen thing. That dawned on me like, well, that really was the last time he was Anakin.
1: And well, that's it, that's a big thing that they they touch upon in like the lore and everything is that Darth Vader's almost an alternate personality. It's he's really not the same person. You know what the biggest bullshit moment in all of Star Wars is, by the way? So what I told you was true from a certain point of view and freaking Luke just looks at him in sideways and goes, a certain point of view. Like, he's just. You could tell Luke is just done at that point. Like, are you actually serious, old man? Is this what we're. What we're doing right now?
2: Obi-Wan killed your father.
1: What a great plot twist. And then I got called into the principal's office. <laughs> hey
2: kid, you didn't tell me that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love if we said. Yeah, one time, one time, Harrison called me on the phone. He goes, "Hey, I don't sound nothing like that." And that reminded me of when Bobby G told told us that <laughs> that happened at at John Salinas' wedding because me joey image and chris decker were all doing bobby g impressions he just goes i don't sound nothing like that and honky-tonk, man, the honky tonk man <laughs> bobby if you're listening to this i love you brother but uh i sound exactly like you when i what so and when we oh, get okay. pan- when are we getting pancakes in atlantic city by the way like bobby if you're listening to this uh, we he and i have been planning to get pancakes in atlantic city for years now to so the thing no, it's just something we talked about doing because oh, pancakes in Atlantic. City. Cause he loves going to Atlantic City and he loves eating pancakes and I do too. So I said I would meet up with him one time and hasn't happened yet. So yeah. All right. Hmm. Hmm. Pancakes in Atlantic City.
2: Oh. Anyway, you guys, you guys uh, worked at the Disney's, right?
0: Ah, uh, we did at the Disney's. I love it. Is yeah. that a
2: thing you guys did?
0: You worked at the Disney's? We well, sure I, did. I wouldn't say we worked, but yeah, we were there. We you caused, were
1: employed at the Disney's. <laughs> Disney paid us to be there. The Disney's gave you money to be there. Whatever, whatever happened after, as that. opposed to everybody who paid more
2: than the money you made to be there.
1: The, yeah. Oh, I, I always loved that line so much. Do you know how much I paid for these tickets? Actually, I do.
2: <laughs> well, do you remember earlier this year when they're like, The Rock was like, The Rock says me and my ex-wife are going to make a, t- a show on Disney Plus about,
1: behind the attractions? If you smell what The Rock is cooking. I remember him saying it quite like that, but... You smell. I well, do smell, sh- but that's not the point.
2: That show is out on Disney Plus now. It's called Behind the Attraction. And it's pretty freaking good. Have you learned anything? Uh, I learned a few things. I mean, There was a few things I've known from YouTube videos. And of course, there was the Imagineering docuseries that when Disney Plus first came out.
0: Oh, is this more like so the, uh, how it's built and why and stuff? Yeah, and the
2: history of and any additions and changes that have happened. So the first episode is about Jungle Cruise. Okay. And they go through the history of the Jungle Cruise.
0: I don't I don't know why I was expecting it to be about like a cast member chain smoking in the back like Break room, freaking out. <laughs> <He just laughs>
1: oh, got literally behind that. the attraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have they done one on how the hair in the small world. Uh. Okay, my, the
2: next episode, the next episode I'm watching is It's a Smart World. I have three episodes left.
0: <laughs>
2: Let me go through the list. Bring up Disney Plus real quick. Over.
0: Oh, <laughs> this cast member backstage smoking a cigarette, talking to another cast member, and he's just like. <sighs> and then that lady said i ruined her fucking vacation can you believe that shit (laughs) just
1: oh we've already
2: by the way cruella is now free on
1: regular um d plus i haven't had the the itch to watch that as much as like some of the other stuff that's come out recently but i probably will i'm not i don't crush an emma stone like everybody so episode one, Jungle Cruise, episode two,
2: Haunted a Mansion, which is a great story because they don't build the damn thing for like
1: 15 years. <laughs> I don't know at this point if there's anything new I could mention. That's the th- so I'm going to have to watch that episode and see if I do learn something. Uh, that's yeah. My, yeah. Well, it's just that it's my, you know, it's my favorite ride. I've read up on everything about it. I've watched every single documentary piece. I've never been on the tour, but I've watched video of the tour. Like, it's ridiculous because, I mean, that's like the thing, right? Of course, if you're going to be a fan of something like that.
0: Yeah. Also, isn't there a so, movie about the Haunted Mansion? It's like Eddie Murphy or something. We don't talk about
1: that. That doesn't exist. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about.
2: The third episode is about Star Tours and leading, and then leading into Galaxy's Edge. Uh, Fourth episode is about Tower of Terror and then them converting the one in uh, California to being about Guardians of the Galaxy and the fact that one of the head people for that was also the head guy for the Avatar experience and they both launched on the same day so he had to start his day in Orlando and then end his day in Anaheim.
1: Oh, that's a long day. No, 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 no. It
0: depends if you have like somebody flying a private jet for you. It's not too bad.
2: (laughs) And we got Space Mountain and how, like, they're all
1: different. You and know what? Got, That's just you, – you actually hit the nail on the head with that. If, you got, if you've got a private actual bedroom. So, like, you can just sleep. Still a hell of a day. <laughs> yeah, but at least you get to nap during it.
0: Yeah. You go. You open, like, one event. And you stay there for, like, an hour. You get on your plane. You fall asleep. You I, I up, told like, you about the
1: longest day ever, right? Later. The longest day ever was my flight home from Europe because we left Paris at Oh so you didn't even left p- Paris, oh so, my god. We left Paris at 1 p.m. flew for eight hours and landed in New York City at 3 p.m. I gained six hours that day. <laughs> Dude, it was like seven p.m in My parents' house, and I was actually getting lightheaded. I was, it was like like two in the morning back in Paris. I'm like, I'm really the,
0: the jet lag yeah. was real, huh?
1: Jet lag was real. The Talk flight about, over wasn't, yeah, the flight over is not so bad because the flight over is a red eye. So You're I napped a little bit, yeah, yeah I, I napped a little bit, and then you know, you just kind of go for it after that, but ooh just, just, a reminder: if you're gonna fly home from Europe, uh, be prepared for a very long day.
2: Six episodes about the castles, and the, like, how the different ones wanted different things. Like, the um, Tokyo Disney wanted pretty much just take Disneyland and put it here.
1: Yeah, basically.
2: Whereas, like, other ones are like, like, especially like China and France are like. No, fuck you. <laughs> you do it our way. You gotta well, completely change everything.
0: <laughs> I, I do remember, like, um, Disney Paris used to be called Euro Disney, but nobody wanted to Euro know Disney because it was literally called. Basically, it was like Dollar Disney. We, we, you just felt like it was going to be expensive, so nobody ever fucking went. So they had to change the name.
1: Dollar Store Disney.
2: <laughs> and there's the story of the Disneyland Hotel, which is oh, wow. <laughs> because he, uh because Walt gave this guy the rights to the word Disneyland Hotel, so if he wanted to be a jerk, he could have opened a hotel in every state and called it Disneyland Hotel. But he didn't. And then I haven't seen it's a small world, and then train trams and monorails, and then the last one is the Hall of Presidents.
1: I wonder if I kind of hope they don't, but I wonder if the monorail one's going to cover the accident. Cause that was a huge deal when it happened.
0: I don't think they are. It's unfortunate. I don't think it's ever come back that nobody can drive in the front anymore. Can't ride in the front anymore.
1: Uh, apparently, they're all automated now. There's not even a driver anymore. Like, it's just somebody who hits a button. So. I mean, that actually makes sense. That's way safer.
0: Yeah. And but, then, of course,
1: yeah. And then in Anaheim, the people mover is just taking up space. <laughs> yeah i don't wanna i don't want to take dan to disney i think he'd be fun to it's it's always fun to go with somebody for their first time like experience all this stuff I think you'd have a blast uh we just have to get separate separate hotel rooms because i need my privacy even when we go to japan we're gonna have to like like i know we're gonna have to like roommate up or something but or we pull our money together and get like a suite or something like that, right? That yeah, wherever we stay, we just get those pod pod rooms. Oh, geez, I ain't sleeping in a fucking pod. that
0: will probably be the best night's sleep we ever get. Are they like they're like soundproof, aren't they?
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like crazy. And you know what? That actually might not be that bad.
0: I think it's like uh, I don't think they're soundproof. I think there's like a noise rule or whatever so they well, won't
1: if there's like a white noise thing or something that i'll be fine because i i i sleep really well with white noise
0: yeah i feel like there's a us like as long as there's a usb charger i could just watch some videos and pass the fuck out i'll be all right You, dude
1: okay in japan there's probably everything you could probably plug in everything just get your international hookup gear
0: I swear so, to you, and, the day that we go to Tokyo and there's no internet, I'm gonna be so pissed.
1: <laughs> the internet and Tokyo's out and Eric turns into Godzilla. And, and they're like it's Godzilla. never happened before ever. <laughs> and then as we're we're boarding our flight to go back to America, the news breaks in, uh the internet has returned to Tokyo and Eric, all you hear is a
0: damn you sons of bitches. I blame Randy Marsh. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was
1: America. This is (laughs) Japan, Randy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I thought this was America. Oh, God, I love. I've said it before. Randy Marsh is my favorite fictional character.
0: 100%. You you know why? It just dawned on me. Like. He's ridiculous, but also very relatable cuz i feel like we all know people like Randy.
1: We're all a little Randy Marsh. You can see
2: yourself in him except for if you take a couple of steps too far.
0: I can right. see myself. Yeah, if i have a, one too many jagers, i definitely <laughs> become you Randy Marsh.
1: You know what? So i've i've mentioned this before but like I want to do some Chris Ranks the universe with like top ten lists and things like that. Instead of quantitative lists, like personal lists, I should come up with the top ten Randy Marsh episode. Randy Marsh's absolute best. And I'm already thinking of a couple. And
0: yeah. Oh, please. I know uh Make Love Not Warcraft is gonna be in there. It has to be. I, don't, I know it's going to be change? I know
1: it's going to be number one. I easily I can easily tell you what's going to be. number.
0: One. What's number
1: one? Actually, no. Oh, no, wait. I, I, well, I can easily come up with it. I can't tell you that. We're in... All right, fine. I can't tell you that because I know going to listen to the show if I tell you what number one. Is. But I was thinking like I had I had a couple of like because I don't want to steal Jeff's gimmick and do and rank albums because that's his deal. So I was going to pick my favorite artists and do top 10 lists of them. I could do my top 10 favorite Weird Al parodies, and I could do my top 10 favorite songs, and I can also do my top 10 favorite Weird Al music videos, which are all different lists, <laughs> by the way. I mean, obviously, some songs are going to overlap for the videos, but but yeah. Did I tell you what I wanted to do for Chris Ranks, though? Uh, I told Jeff this and he's in and I'll tell you guys. This will be an announcement because I'm going to do it. I'm going to rank every one of Weird Al parody songs. From worst to best. And I can't wait, cause that's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> Stunned silence. I'm gonna do it. So uh K Trevor Wilson got married. Oh good for him. That's what I appreciate it's about him. Good for him. Eric still needs to watch Letter Kenny.
0: Yeah. I-, I mean to. I just I just wanted to watch anything this week. <laughs> <laughs> just it's good because there's only like
1: six or seven episodes
2: a season. Yeah.
1: So. so the first season's a little first season. It, like with a lot of shows, uh, the first season's a good setup, but it's not. It, it doesn't show you everything the show can do. Second season is way better. If you don't like the show by the time you you finish the second season, you're probably not gonna like it. But I think it gets funnier the more it goes on. It is, abs- it is absolutely the most quotable show ever made. Like, above and beyond.
0: I'll have to watch it. I know uh, I just started the new season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And if you guys <laughs> haven't seen that show... I, that's on my list. I think I'm going to start that when I... End, and
2: that'll be
1: this next spring, so... Yeah, I think that's that's part of the plan is uh, I'm going to watch it when um, uh, I'm done with Modern Family. I think I'm going to do Brooklyn Nine-Nine next. When
2: it was like four or five seasons in and it's like, you should watch it. And I'm like, oh, I'll wait for it to end at this point.
0: Well, I mean, I think this is its final season.
2: Yeah, this is the final season. So it's going to be the end of this year. But, you
1: know, yeah, so it'll be, summer, next year, it'll, be it'll become available in time for us to, to do our thing.
0: So, I hope they release yeah. a, a collector set on Blu-ray. <clears throat> that that's definitely one series that I I, I kind of. Well,
2: the to. issue is it was on two different networks,
1: right? So,
0: yeah, isn't that that's...
1: always an issue when shows change networks? That kind of kills them a little bit.
0: Well, I mean, what network did it end up on? I always I just watch it on Hulu, so I honestly don't even know.
2: I think it was on NBC and now it's on Fox
0: yeah yeah that sounds right no nah, I, I feel like it's the other way around I feel like Fox always gets rid of the good stuff so I think it probably started off on Fox and ended up on NBC but who knows
1: I always loved I always loved when Sheldon Cooper had his uh his worst enemies list and one of them was Rupert Murdoch all because he canceled Firefly because he owns Fox therefore <laughs> therefore he's on his enemies list.
0: I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I agree. <laughs> Listen, uh, I know it wasn't getting views, but that was not the fault of Firefly. You realize how much shit was going on around at that time. Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, so can I talk a little bit about uh, we, we got a little off track here before I was able to talk about it? Can we talk a little bit about Star Wars Rebels and where I am right now? Because lot, a lot of shit's going down <laughs> recently. And I am <clears throat> all for this right now. Especially because the last season's only 16 episodes. Which makes it really easy to to get through. Uh, the last episode I watched was Crawler Com- Commandeers. Which is basically the... Uh, The last episode, chronologically, that takes place before the Battle of Yavin happens, like that year. So we're pretty much caught up to where the original trilogy actually is. But it starts off with the two-part Mandalore, which is all about the weapon that Sabine created, that they end up having to destroy. Then they do In the Name of the Rebellion, which is all about Saw Gerrera. And basically his sort like his his deal here and then we learn there's um there's friggin direwolves on Lothal and apparently they they're interdimensional in a way because they travel from one hemisphere to the other so they're like the
2: hollow hey, earth fairy from our Godzilla and King Kong movies
1: yes <laughs> so and I really want a loathe cat really bad because that those things are amazing. So, yeah, I'm all ready to. uh To finish up this series, and I have two, five, six, seven, I have eight episodes to go, so I will probably have it done over the weekend and talk about it more next week. But I have been absolutely loving this series so much. And I remember, like I talked to Dan about it, the first season didn't grip me right away and I ended up falling out. And I'm like, I think I really want to try watching this again. And that's when you were like, get through the first season, because by the end of it, a lot of shit goes down and you're like, "Okay." I. And sure enough, that's but when the first season ended, I'm like, I'm I'm hooked. I'm super hooked. And I've just been watching it ever since. Uh, If you're a Star Wars fan, please go out of your way and watch this. It's great. I actually think I might like it better than Clone Wars, just because there's so much less filler. And even filler episodes have a tendency to advance story. So, yes. Uh, Dan, how are you doing in the Dragon Ball universe?
2: I actually haven't seen any episodes since last time.
1: Oh, okay. So you are not a... So Krillin's still dead. <laughs> that doesn't really tell me where you are in the series, actually.
0: <laughs> that's like that's like saying, hey, what year is it? I don't know. What Grand Theft Auto game is out? Grand Theft Auto Five? Well, fuck. <laughs> shit
2: how long has it been out eight years okay
1: <laughs> okay that's a little more wait what what system is it out for
0: <laughs> uh I, is that is that like the... it's ps3 ps4 and it's gonna be ps5 and, and, and ps5 yeah yeah good god it's nuts i feel like the only other title really is the uh, is skyrim
2: is approaching its tenth anniversary.
0: Yeah,
1: we're and two games that are stuck on the fifth editions. Oh my goodness! Yeah,
2: well, because they both came up with an online version that's making them money.
0: Well, so Elder Scrolls Online, while. It, it is a very good game. It just doesn't feel like an Elder Scrolls game. But it feels like... It... It doesn't feel like an Elder Scrolls game. But you get that Elder Scrolls feeling. Like the lore and everything. Which is really cool. But it just feels different. I don't I don't know how to explain it other than that. Like... Imagine being in the world and having all the lore for it, but you're discovering it differently than if you were to actually play an Elder Scrolls game.
2: I also don't know what they're gonna do now because now we've had ten years of being a superpowered badass character, like what are we gonna do, you know? With the shouts and stuff, like you're gonna be a regular person again?
0: <laughs> right. Like, bitch, I was a (laughs) Dovah I was a Dragonborn. What the fuck?
2: I was able to eat people off cliffs with my voice. Now I'm just a guy. (laughs) Now you're you're just a prisoner, like the beginning of most of the other games. Actually, including that game, you're a prisoner at the beginning of it, but still.
0: They start you off as a squirrel, and you have to go up the evolutionary chain. That'd that would be interesting Elder Scrolls game.
1: Uh, so I just saw some potential breaking news involving The Mandalorian. Apparently, the third season could be the last. It was supposed to go four, but it might actually go three because they want to carry the story over to things like Ahsoka and Rangers of the New Republic that actually kind of makes sense because there's so many new stories to tell that yeah wouldn't that wrap up the mandalorian story with the dark saber but then grogu's story elsewhere right yeah so yeah. i'm not upset about that and you know what i'd i'd rather the show know it's it's on its last season and write accordingly instead of these shows that like don't know they're getting canceled and then you never get a satisfactory or they rush through it and you get a shitty conclusion
3: Game of Thrones.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, how's that trilogy going, boys? Ooh, man! I, so
2: I, to... I, I also, I also, I really like this idea because they're essentially making their own movie trilogy, but instead of doing a two-hour movie, they're doing eight-episode TV shows for two, three seasons. Right. You can flesh out more. You can.
1: I remember people were like, "I can't believe Obi Wan's only going to be six episodes." I'm like, "I can." I'm surprised we're getting six. How many more episodes did you want it to be? It was originally going to be a movie. So is the Boba Fett deal. You're going to get more out of it.
0: I said it once. I'll say it again. If Obi-Wan does not cut off a limb in every single episode, I'm going to be upset.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's one of my favorite things I
2: saw you write? There's probably an episode where he doesn't meet another living being.
0: Then you better find a freaking lizard and that tail better get cut off or something. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, so yeah. By the way, in Rebels, Darth Maul's death is very anticlimactic but also very appropriate.
0: Spoilers for anybody. Probably
1: he is is, is is he's just a rage monster and he finally finds Obi-Wan. Spoilers for a show that's been over for 4 years. Has and it Obi-Wan been 4 just years? Ends them pretty much, yeah.
0: Oh man.
1: Yeah, it's been a, Rebels has been over for a while. I I was, was late to the party.
2: Yeah, it was one of those things that came out like midway through Clone Wars and ended before Clone Wars did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh very, very interesting. Um, it's I'm sorry for the quote unquote spoiler, but it's not a spoiler, dude. It's like. It's so like if we start talking about the Red Wedding, I'm pretty sure Dan is actually familiar with that at this point, because everybody is. There's a wedding and like everyone dies. <laughs> yeah. Like I knew it was. I remember people were like, did that seem like devastate you? And I'm like, no, <laughs> because I knew it was going to happen. I was happen.
2: Even pretty sure I even I had heard. For weeks before, Red Weddings next week, Red Weddings two Listen. episodes away.
0: By the time I got to the red wedding, I still wasn't over the fact that Ned died. <laughs> yeah, well, as soon as you, you saw know, that he was as Sean like, Bean, you should not <laughs> have gotten it to ask. Later, I was just like, "He's coming back, though, right?" Like the, <laughs> the entire series. Like, but 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 he's coming back, though, right? Every single episode. Every where's
1: Ned? But we do get some interesting backstory with him when we see the flashbacks to young Ned. I mean, I want I want Dan to watch this so he can actually experience some of it. Dude, so my old coworker Justin, I remember we went out to lunch a couple weeks ago, right when I was get on the verge of getting the new job and everything. And he's like, dude, you know what I just watched? I started watching Game of Thrones. I was like, Oh, cool, how far are you in? He goes, I'm done. I'm like, You binged it that quickly? <laughs> he couldn't stop watching it. He watched
0: I mean yeah, it was good. I've binged the first two seasons. We, like, I want to say over a week. Yeah. And, and it, sh- it would have been shorter if I, if I didn't have to work.
1: I almost wonder if it if the ending that everybody hated is so bad if you watch it all in one go.
0: Yes, it's still terrible. It, <laughs> <laughs> it It's still bad. It's just hits you faster
2: congratulations the person that probably should have been king immediately after is king
1: the best part is dan dan's gonna watch it and be like so i actually liked the ending we're gonna be like well son of a
2: <laughs> you mean like how oh, i actually don't have any issue with the ending of the
1: sopranos i mean i really don't either but it's i use it as the go-to example because it's the one that everybody talks about right
0: well now it's game of thrones game of thrones is the one that everybody talks about
1: Yep, it's
0: HBO, yep, I
2: feel and like it used to be the law, Lost, lost. Everyone talked
0: about. It's just like, this is what we'll <laughs> do. We'll make one of the greatest shows ever, but we have to butcher the fucking ending. That way people will remember it forever.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Mean, the buttons were awesome. They were dragons. They were tits. What else did you need? And then that terrible ending happened.
1: One of the things that I remember that uh, uh, Chris Decker warned me about, shout out to the A-Show, by the way, one of the great shows you can listen to here on CKCC Radio. One of the big things that I remember he he talked about was uh, he's like, yeah, so there are characters that just die and their deaths, like you don't see it coming and their deaths just come out of nowhere. And I was like, I wonder if that's, wonder where that's going to be the case. And then that happened a lot. <laughs> Like, a lot, a lot.
0: A lot, a lot. You know which one got me the most? Hold the door? No. I mean, that gave me the feels, but I had a feeling that there he was going to die. That
1: one broke me. I just... I'm going to throw that out there. That one... Actually, that one fucked with my...
0: That one? Oh, my God. When I realized that, like, he was destined to die the entire time. Because, like, it wasn't like that moment was... It was intense that moment was super sad and then it broke me because i had to pause it to actually break it down in my head where he's just like he went back in time somehow scrambled that this, one yeah
1: don't blonde. don't say say no more say okay. no more all right say no more because i really want dan to watch the show and i don't think he knows that one okay say no more
2: I'm already doing Dragon Ball. I have to go I'm through like, two more shows after that.
1: <laughs> He'll get there.
0: And I was like, I'm done. You know, the funny thing is I was a few episodes behind, but I couldn't even continue on after that episode. Once yeah, that, that episode one messed was you. Okay. over, I was done. <laughs> I right, so what sleep. was
1: the one that actually got you then?
0: So the one that actually got me, that was it was an utter surprise. Not that it was like impactful in any way whatsoever. Uh, and, and I won't mention anything, but like he just yeeted himself off the window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. That one made me laugh. It did, but it, was, it shocked me.
1: What's a, what's a funny ass death in a, in a show or a movie that actually like makes you laugh? Like maybe not one that's supposed to be intentional either. Cause the one that always gets me is is Porkins in A New Hope. I got a problem here. Pull up. No, I can handle it. And then he just blows up. Ah, ah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. It shouldn't be funny, but it's funny. Uh there's yeah, has there been one that like you just makes you laugh?
0: Um I can't think of anything off the top of my head.
1: Uh, I mean, anything. Sure. Yeah. From anything. Titanic. When the
2: guy hits his head on the propeller on the way down. Oh yeah.
1: This. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. The propeller guy. I remember watching like an episode of David Letterman where he's like, did you know that I was actually in the Titanic? My scene. And then he portrays himself as the propeller guy. (laughs) (laughs) i'm like all right that was pretty funny uh trying to think of a couple that actually like make me laugh and they probably shouldn't have the lawyer in jurassic park is a good yeah
2: what about uh in um pulp fiction
1: oh shit i just shot marvin in the face
2: (laughs) you gotta have an opinion he gotta have an opinion. You gotta stop the bullets or what? And then he hits a bump and he accidentally shoots them.
1: Like, I can't stand watching... I hate when the pet dies in a movie. And I absolutely cannot watch scenes where cats die. But that... What was that? Reservoir Dogs? Or, uh... Which one is that in? Where the guy just slams a gun down the table, just blows the cat away. And then the guy just looks up and goes, I- Is it dead? And I'm like, okay, you know what? If you're going to do it, at least be funny. At least be funny about it.
0: I can't think of anything. And, you know, I like I I'm pretty sure I've laughed at a, a couple of death scenes, but nothing I can think of at the moment. <laughs>
1: I mean, like, yeah. Obviously, there are deaths that are meant to be funny, like the guy gets where he's screaming from across the room.
2: Well, I mean, anytime I hear a when uh, a Wilhelm, I, I pop the Wilhelm. It's classic. The what about classic. is and Happy Gilmore.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He
2: has a heart attack and falls out the window.
0: <laughs> yep, that was unexpected. <laughs> He sure does. You pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs>
3: Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I think we've had that conversation on a-
0: What's his name? Uh, Shooter McGavin or something? Shooter McGavin. Yeah. What a great villain name.
2: <laughs> well, what about the guy in RoboCop that gets hit with the uh, acid or whatever?
0: You know, yep. I thought you and were then he gets hit by a car. <laughs> 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 I love.
2: There's the, what about the? there's the boxer guy in Jason Takes Manhattan where he's
1: boxing. <laughs> just, where he punches his head off. It's literally uppercuts his head off. Yeah. Some horror movie deaths are funny as hell. Oh, God, you got to go straight up the Bridge Keeper
2: and Monty Python and the Holy Grail.
1: What? That's (laughs) what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? I don't know. Which what type of swallow is it?
2: African or European.
1: I don't don't know know. that Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the animator has a heart attack. That's how they get that from the monster attack. <laughs> the legendary Black Beast of Og That movie's such a classic. Uh, and then like uh, there's so there's so many good ones.
2: What about the guy in um Doctor Strangelove? That's that uh has Rides to, the, the ride Atomic that, Bomb? That rides the atomic bomb. Because the only way to get detached from the plane is to use his body
1: weight. <laughs> yep, so he just rides it to his death and he but he
2: cowboy he screams like the whole
1: cow- way. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, amazing. what if what about polka dot man? I felt bad, but it was funny.
2: I'm a superhero and-,
1: and squish. Yeah, I think there there are things where like the death is supposed to be scary, but it like I oh, <laughs> I cheer when Hans Gruber falls off Nakatomi Tower
0: okay, I know of one, okay, Bill Murray Zombieland.
1: yes, <laughs> fuck yes, <laughs> fuck yes, I love Bill Murray so much.'re
2: just having a great time, and then he then freaking sees him, and he just shoots him because he's just about a zombie. <laughs> I like going out. Yeah, I see that. I saw Eddie Van Halen the other day.
1: <laughs> you know what's really funny? And I don't know if it was meant to be, but. I, the, did you guys see the remake of Dawn of the Dead? The 2004 one? Only pieces parts. So the whole time they've got the dude, Andy, in the gun store and they're communicating through whiteboards like to each other. Like kill right on the whiteboard to them and I remember they're like playing chess with each other like Ving Rhames is playing chess with him and when he gets attacked by the zombies and he holds up the got the uh, face it's just a giant blood smear and I'm like I don't know if that's supposed to be funny but I'm laughing (laughs) I also laugh when the fat chick gets impaled in the skull but you know I have a morbid sense of humor and I'm I, I'm pretty sure some of these horror movie deaths I'm supposed to laugh at. I think just about every death that happens in Evil Dead is pretty damn funny. OK, how about how about how about a satisfying death where you're just like, yes, because the character finally eats it?
0: I, I have uh two satisfying deaths, both of them from Game of Thrones. And I think, you know, who I'm about to mention.
1: Yes, that's not even a spoiler anyway, because I think everybody knows. You what know, yep. Gus Spring? Yeah, I was thinking about that one actually. Who? Breaking Bad.
0: Oh, yes. John
1: Carlo Esposito, yes. when he when he becomes Harvey Dent for three seconds before he just dies.
0: No, that was so even straightens his tie. Oh my God. I know. It's so great. That's a funny death, too. I remember the first time, I'm like, this guy's immortal. Oh, he's dead. <laughs>
2: You know, and then then the plan is to send the old man in and with the
1: bomb strapped and all he has to do is hit his bell. Yep. And he has that moment of realization where he tries to... Because it doesn't other.
2: work right away so he keeps hitting the bell.
1: And he's like, wait a second, something's going on. Oh, fuck. Yep. But the best part is he just nonchalantly walks out and all the nurses and they do the slow camera pan while he fixes it. It's missing. You're just like, okay. you know what? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, I think anytime there's like a horrible villain and they're doing horrible stuff and they finally get what's coming to them. Especially
2: since on that show, it would be like the villain of the season, right? And then all of a sudden he comes in and he's a villain for three seasons.
1: And he's like the perfect villain because he's hiding in plain sight
2: because he's the super cool local business owner he even works at the front at the chicken shop
1: yeah and he's always uh
2: and make the food for you
1: and he's like one of like the town representatives and everything
0: i you know i think the the funny thing about that is that he was only supposed to be like a guest star he's supposed to be there for like an episode or two but we uh Apparently the people loved him so much that they brought him back as a
1: main... Well, Jesse was supposed to die at the end of the first season, and Aaron Paul was so good that they decided to make him a main character. He gets to be the one character that lives. Yeah, he gets to be the surviving <laughs> character. Yeah, him and, him and Walt Jr. and Skyler get to live. Everybody else is pretty much done. Yeah. It, I mean, that was another satisfying death was Todd Alquist when friggin' Jesse strangles him to death. Because <laughs> he he's, he's the one of the only people that survives the machine gun and he kind of sits up like, whoa, and then...
0: You know who else was a satisfying yet funny death? Barb from Stranger Things. <laughs> I didn't like Barb as a character, so I was happy she was gone. <laughs> I think the point was we were
1: supposed to feel bad for. It. And. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It was really satisfying was watching. Was watching Thanos's entire army dust and he watched everything dust and he just kind of sits down defeated and slowly dusts away. That was pretty satisfying. You know, what's a great death scene in general. The Joker at the end of Arkham City. We've talked about this. Dan and I talked about this extensively when it first happened, especially when Batman just goes up to him and goes, you know what's out of everything we've been through, I still would have given you the antidote. And he just goes, you're right, Bats. That is funny. And just dies. And he carries him out like a martyr and just lays him on the hood of the police car and just into the night oh that i i remember just being like okay you know what this is totally worth it which mirrors the beginning because
2: it's the the beginning is the they used to see the painting of cain holding abel
1: yep yep that was another funny moment in that came too, which is when it's near the beginning. You fight off a ton of these Joker henchmen and then Harley comes at you. She does like all. And you hit her with one punch and that's the end of the boss fight.
2: <laughs> all you do is is if you um, hit the reversal button at the right time, you just catch her and put her on the ground.
1: <laughs> put her on the ground and it's over. And she's like, ow.
2: <laughs> but but you, she can kick you and she'll just continue trying to fight you. But she barely hurts you. It's just waiting for you to grab her <laughs> with the reversal.
1: Oh, Harls. Harley! Harley! Harley!
2: Which is funny because in the movies, I watched a video from like Looper or something, and they did between all the movies who uh, the stats for Harley versus Joker, and Harley is killed way more people than Joker. But to be fair, be fair. all of Harley's movie roles has been in the last ten years,
1: and has I- been in R-rated movies. Okay, so we we want Dan to watch Game of Thrones. We want Eric to watch Kenny. What's something the two of you have seen that you want me to watch? There has to be something that you two have seen and loved and have decided I need to see it, too. There has to be.
2: Hmm. Our Wars Rebels.
1: <laughs> well, I'm almost done. <laughs> so... And I have a three-day weekend, so that's the one thing is like, yes, I will have to work six-hour Saturdays on occasion, but I get a weekday off.
2: Ernie, you guys, are either of you Battlestar fans?
1: I have never seen Battlestar. I mean... Like, I mean, I guess the answer could probably be something like Doctor Who, but I've also seen Doctor Who and kind of fell out of it. I'm looking for something I've never seen.
0: Okay. I know something that you've never seen. It's a terrible fucking movie, but I absolutely oh, God love damn it. it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, Has Dan seen it? I don't know. I'm about to mention that, that, it. That's Ooh. the point of this. I, but. I will mention the cast and then... You let me know if it sounds interesting to you. All right. Rene Russo, Anthony Hopkins, Jonathan Banks, Emilio Estevez, and Mick Jagger.
1: Okay. I mean, that's definitely an interesting cast here. And Mick Jagger. Okay. What the hell? All right. Hold on. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to do this by Mick Jagger. I'm going to see if I can figure out what movie you're talking about here. I'm going to click on Mick Jagger on IMDb and go to his acting credits. Ooh, okay. See what comes up and see, because there can't be that many. Hey, remember all that stuff about how the internet's. You know what the internet is doing right now? Sucking. <laughs> because it's spinning on me attempting to open Mick Jagger's biopic. There we go. Okay, so. We're looking for actor credits. Okay.
2: I found it. Uh, I have not seen it.
0: Okay. So uh, hold on. Is, hold on.
1: I'm not there. Hold on. Oh, oh.
0: I have to read. I just got to read the co- uh, comments because it's actually really good. It says awfully. Is good. Jason stayed a minute? Is it the bank job? No, it is not the bank job. Okay.
1: That was the first one that came across that I might have guessed. All right. Let's see what this one has. In it, let's see. Mick Jagger's a top credit. I don't see any other people you mentioned. So it's not the man from the Elysian Fields. Okay. This one's an uncredited role. But let's see. Enigma. Now that's Kate Winslet. I'm going to, do not tell me. I'm going to figure this out. I'm on a mission now. How old is this, by the way?
0: Oh, it's that might actually. Old. So I. This was like my first uh movie that I was obsessed with because it was Hang on, hang on. Movies Emilio
1: Estevez, Mick Jagger, René Russo, Anthony Hopkins, Jonathan Banks. Yeah. Is it Free Jack? It is. Okay, I accept. So, I will watch the movie Free Jack
0: for you, Eric. I, I will give you some, some like little headways. It is a terrible movie and an amazing <sighs> movie at the same time.
1: I'm sold, because I like movies like that. Okay. I, I've accepted this. I will watch this. And let's see. Bounty hunters from the future transport a doomed race car driver to New York City in 2009, where his mind will be replaced with that of a dead billionaire. Oh, my fucking Lord.
2: (laughs) This is based on a book that actually became a comic book later.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Just to give you, IMDB gives it a 5.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 18% the Metacritic score is 34%, but the Google score is 84% people like that movie.
1: All right. All right. Well, that will be our our notes to end this week's show. Oh, boy. I've accepted something that... uh. I, all right, so your, your homework, boys, is to come up with something that the two of you like, A TV show that the two of you have watched that you think I would like and recommend that to me so that I can watch it and then we can all discuss it so we can get Dan to watch Game of Thrones at some point. We've already convinced him on the Dragon Ball. Oh, I know. You've both seen Trigun, haven't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. well, all right. Well, well, I was going to start with that anyway. So. And that doesn't count because I was already planning on watching that. Yeah. All right. Come up with something that you've both seen. I haven't. And I will make it a point to give it a try. I'm not going to promise you I'd like it. Plus, that one is really short.
2: <laughs> Trigger.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. But uh, Cowboy Bebop, I've kind of I'm almost done with again, but I kind of put By it to the side. way, the Cowboy
2: Bebop live action looks good. Will it, will it actually? Yes, it does. Yeah, I don't know, but we'll find out in a month or two.
1: Um. I didn't go nuts over the No Way Home trailer, but I'm intrigued. Oh, I'm fucking loving it. I've been watching everybody's little jokes
2: and all these little different things people have been making out of the trailer.
0: The jokes are incredible. The the ones <coughs> that get me the most are the like uh uh they brought up the comments for like Spider-Man 3. And they're just like this movie had too many villains and it looks uh and it made the movie terrible. And then the comments for uh <laughs> no way home is just this This movie has so many villains it looks awesome <laughs> it's
3: literally
0: <laughs> <laughs> like when did this change
1: <laughs> I think it's because we trust the source the source now we know that this isn't going to be rushed plus that was the other thing right was, wasn't was Sam Raimi pressured into a lot of stuff and that's why the movie wasn't good
2: he wanted to do the Sandman story and they're like you got to do Venom we have to have Venom. It's the third movie. We have to have Venom.
1: And he's like, I don't want to do that. So that, yeah. He's like, I have this really good Sandman story. You got to do Venom. I will say one positive thing about Spider-Man three. It has some of the best action them. So you can't you can't beat that.
2: So this is so he's just swinging through, and then all of a sudden, Goblin get, grabs him, and he's just like, the fuck." Because mm. because his spider senses don't go off for people he trusts, so his best friend attacking him out of nowhere wouldn't set off his spidey senses. It's also why Aunt May ca- catches or almost catches him all the time, because and or catches him in the case of the end of the first of the modern movies is because he doesn't see her as a threat, so his spidey senses don't go off because of her.
0: Okay. Could you imagine you're in a fight with Spider Man and you land a hit and then you realize that you only landed a hit because he doesn't see you as a threat physically?
1: (laughs) 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 Well, you suck.
2: And (laughs) then Spider Man like Superman has to pull all of his punches because he can punch someone's face off.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Butterman man could know. beat anybody just by pressing his fingers onto their face and attaching with his sticky fingers. And he could probably rip your face off just by I, touching your face and pulling away.
0: Because isn't it like in the comics, even when he's fighting, like, let's say, Captain America, he's still holding back? Yeah. Because he's just that strong. I think he's like. Uh, who's he on par with? Yeah. Uh, he he's up there, like the, the there was a funny uh, funny moment, and I can't remember where it's from. And I'm not even a hundred percent sure it was it wasn't fan made because I'm pretty sure it probably was because I saw it online, but they were looking at ways to um, like who would win in a fight between people. And they would just be like uh, the Hulk versus Spider-Man. And they're just like, well, that would never it, it would be a stalemate because neither one of them would fight each other because Spider-Man is the Hulk's friend.
2: <laughs> well, there's a there's in a comic where uh, Thor's like, I think it's stories like you realize you have a spider hanging from your arm. <laughs> he's yeah. Like, yeah. Why don't you squash him? And he's like, it's because he's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just hanging off his bicep upside down.
0: <laughs> uh, there, there was a whole bunch of like funny things, right? Because like uh, there was something with like Thor's hammer going somewhere and it just fell, and um, Peter managed to catch it using his webs, and it didn't hit the ground. So. They're they like, well, can he hold the hammer? And then Peter wants to go grab it, and he couldn't move it off his web. And he's like, nope, sticky web. <laughs> That's, that was the comment or something. That's he made. The, uh, the elevator's not worthy, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, same <laughs> same concept. <laughs> oh, have you guys seen
2: What If? Because the latest episode was really loaded.
0: Oh, I haven't. I was going to see that
2: uh,
1: today. I love it. Really- I love that I tried to wrap up the podcast 10 minutes ago, and you you guys just kept going. Please keep going, because I'm loving this, actually.
0: Listen, we missed each other. This this is what happened. I know. We did. (laughs) We did. But it is getting late, and I'm keeping everybody up, so maybe we should wrap it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know.
1: My poor wife is probably trying to sleep right now, and I'm just screaming over here. Listen, guys, here's the deal. Go to ckccradio.com, go to ckccradio.podbean.com, wherever you get your podcast. Check out all of our stuff. Tons of shows to listen to. Uh, yes, I'm behind on my content. There's plenty of other content out there for you. Check out our partner shows if you want more nerd content, the Blake and Sal Show, the United We Fan Podcast with Mark and Brian, and check out our good friend Tom Cook. He is a professional chef, and he does an amazing job. He's a big supporter of the show. Thank you to Mr. Adrian Cotton for his sponsorship. And thank you to our patrons. Thanks to them. The show remains free for you and also ad free other than that sponsor plug. So thank you to all of you. Uh, we have tons and tons of content coming up. I even thought of an entertainment challenge, but it was too late to actually do it. So we'll have to... uh Make that maybe make that work next week and stay tuned for our announcement of our live one year anniversary special to also celebrate the next birth. We're going to celebrate, which is, of course, Eric. Wait, what?
0: Oh, shit! I have a
1: birthday coming up. You're the next birthday. Boy. Jesus Christ. I can't believe I knew your birthday and you didn't.
2: I don't know his birthday, but you said it was the next one. So earlier. So I'm like, okay. September
0: 6th. Yes. No fifth. Fifth. Okay.
2: The Fifth. Also, Fifth. with our patrons, a uh, special patron show coming out in the next week, as we're going to discuss Back to the Future.
1: Yes, going to do Back to the Future. The three of us, a, please. A fantastic film trilogy that deserves all the credit in the world.
0: That'll yeah, be I fun. to rush through and, you know, I thought, hey. Back to the Future. I could take it easy and watch all this stuff, and then two weeks of not being able and to then watch life. anything. And now I'm kind and of then like,
2: life. And, and then we purposely, purposely it at the beginning of the month and record at the end of the month. And two of you still haven't seen them.
1: I mean, I've seen them. <laughs>
2: I watched them all on Monday. So
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll watch the first one. And the second one, you know, I know it's going to be easy for me to get through the first two movies. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I know it's going to be easy for me to get through the first two movies. The third movie is going to be a pain in the ass because I, like Anakin, do not like sand. No, I don't like deserts or like (laughs) westerns in general. So I was kind of like, eh, about the third movie.
1: I actually like the third movie and I look
0: forward to talking about that. There's nothing I wrong with it. I Personally, and like it I,
2: better than part two.
0: I love the I, love interest in it, but it's just Mary
1: Steenburgen is is tremendous. Yeah, there's there's some fun stuff to talk about. We we will do that. All right. So you guys have heard everything that's happening, uh, and we thank everybody for their patience and their understanding. We have we actually do have a really really good group here. Uh, a, a really good community of fans and everything because they are understanding. Nobody get, it gets mad when we're late on. We have to cancel an episode. Everybody's just like, Oh, cool. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Like, thanks for letting us know. Like that's, that's why we keep doing this because we have a cool fan base. I mean, if we had the bigger, we grow, the more likely it is that we're going to get dicks. That's just how it works. But you know, we're uh, we are doing good thus far, and I look forward to seeing what the future brings for all of us. So you all out there have a fantastic rest of your week. Try to calm down and take it easy a little bit and don't do. Although I, I have a feeling things will get a lot easier for. Tackled a lot of hurdles. Eric's got his Internet back and he's free again. And then, Dan, you just keep doing your thing, man. Although Dan is also uh, could be called away at a moment's no, notice. Don't
0: jump up there. Don't do it. Stop. No. Oh, God. He's She's going to do it.
1: Stop. No. <laughs> well, I can't. I can't. I can't end the show now. I have to. I have to find out if the cat's going to do.
0: <sighs> yep. The cat's up there. <laughs> All right.
1: okay that was great that's the best way to end it we'll see you next week
0: (laughs) see ya see ya (laughs) for more great content like this be sure to check out ckcc radio and subscribe to
2: never miss an episode